Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Today, I'm talking with Nicole Mirich, and she's with the Love Box. We always talk about how women in the insurance industry can be in any aspect of the insurance industry. We've talked to people in sales. We've talked to people in underwriting. We've talked to people in data. But today we're talking to Nicole, who is in sales at Glovebox, about what Glovebox is and how it's really rocking the insurance industry. So, Nicole, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really pumped for this conversation. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. Absolutely. We'll make it a good one. We'll give you some spicy. I love it. I love it. Now you are located in, in right outside of Denver in the Denver area. And that's also where glove boxes, uh, is that their primary location or is that just, they have offices there? Is that mainly where they're located at? That's it. We are in Denver and that's where we remain. We have um, a lot of remote employees as far as our development team goes. We have a couple other sales gurus that are working remote as well. But this is our this is our second iteration, I believe, of the office. I know that the Matheson Bros and, and our co-founders have worked in various garages and small spaces and townhome basements. But we found a home in, in Denver, Centennial technically, but it's a great office. They have an awesome. office on youtube which is i love it watch yeah <laughs> that's awesome i'll have to go check that out so i'm excited about that and never had some really great spaces like artistically you know kind of thing so i'm excited to go watch that so nicole tell me a little bit about how you found yourself working with a a an insurance-based technology company tell me a little bit about your journey into the space yeah so i'm i'm new to insurance in general, but you know, I'm kind of new to the workforce. Um, I just finished my undergrad. I got my bachelor's in marketing, finished May 2021. But as I was finishing my undergrad, I was working various um, tech technology sales roles. So I spent um, you know close to a year in the renewals department for VMware. So I was in the strategic renewals on different licenses of software. I was helping out DraftKings Sportsbook, Urban Outfitters, a few different big, big accounts. And then I found myself um, selling HVAC software and technology. It was kind of an Amazon Prime marketplace for HVAC parts. And wow. then I randomly found myself at Glovebox uh, from a fun LinkedIn direct message conversation I had with, with our CEO, Ryan Matheson. Cool. and offered me a position. I took that interview while on the clock for my previous role because I was so excited about it. And here I am. So I started, I started officially in Glovebox in October. So nice. (laughs) Nice. Five reps now we're interviewing a couple more. So it's been, it's been a lot, but it's been so exciting. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me what drew you into this, into this, um, I know you had a little bit of a technology background as far as sales with technology already. What drew mm. you into this, um, this space? Because Glovebox is, tell us a little bit more about what Glovebox is real quick and tell me what drew you into being able to work for a company like this. Definitely. So the, the short of it 
uh, we do a lot at Glovebox, of course, but essentially we um, provide agencies with a technology that's their own that they can provide to their clients. And we aggregate every single carrier portal experience into one platform that's branded to the agency where clients can manage all of their insurance, regardless of who they're written with. And we built the platform to really reduce the service burden and streamline operations within agencies because oftentimes seven times out of 10, it comes down to an ID card request, or I need yep. to request a bill, or I need to fill out some sort of form to get something that I need. So we're carrier connected. And that's very unique in that those carrier connections allow the clients to get those things done themselves direct. They can get their own ID cards. They can pay their own bills direct and, and manage it all in one place. So that's the gist of Glovebox. Again, I could keep going, but what really drew it to me was halfway from my background in tech sales in general, I'm always drawn to companies that are innovating and doing something new and something that I can get excited about because it's one thing to sell a product, but it's another thing to sell a product that you can really get excited about and that you're right. really excited to people. So it's, it's been great so far, but that's been the primary draw is that it's just entirely new and innovated and very, you know, a lot of utility that's new to the independent insurance space. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and that, and that is, does make y'all unique in the space is that people can have direct access to the actual carrier for all of those that, for all those um, opportunities. Not It doesn't have to go through an agency management system or it doesn't have to go through a third party. So with that, how do you find that the insurance-based agents or you know whoever you guys are working with directly, how are they embracing this technology? Because insurance people in general, and I'm going to get a little cliche-ish here, but insurance people in general are not big on change. We're overwhelmed by the new technology that comes out, but yet at the same point, how it's still is not as uh, where maybe other industries are, but also at the same time, you're working directly with the carriers. So then the carriers and technology and letting people on their platform gets very confusing as well. So from the agents, and we're going to talk about that in a minute from the carrier perspective, but from the agent's perspective or from the agency perspective, what challenges do they have mentally that to be able to embrace a technology like Lovebox? Definitely. So I'd say, you know, that's my job is demoing agencies day in and day out. And that comes from a mix of inbound demo requests, which we're oftentimes inundated with, and hence my hiring, because um, it was just Ryan and Andy and Sean selling everybody. So that's one bucket of agents that are very excited about this technology, and they're seeking us out. Alternately, I do some outbound reach out and outbound prospecting to kind of introduce this technology to other agencies that are more legacy based and, you know, established in 1896. Type <laughs> right. Exactly. And with that, it's very surprising because with my background, not having been in insurance and my insurance background in general has just been through Lemonade and Geico. It was very surprising to me getting hired here and seeing the state of the technology that's available to independent agents. So those who are seeking us out, that's one thing it's, you know, they're excited about it, but those who are kind of more used to these legacy systems used to how things have been since they opened shop in 1892 and yeah. things haven't much since then. It's, it's definitely an interesting conversation to have because half of it is 
this is new and change is definitely not embraced fully right off the bat. It's this gradual process, but once that education hits and once the ease of use is realized and the utility to the clients and the fact that this is now a new tool to leverage to get a competitive edge and separate yourself from your agency neighbors who aren't keen on technology, that's when it's realized and everyone ends up excited in some way, shape, or form. And that's another thing that I love about this product is that there's not much to argue about necessarily. Because sometimes of like, oh, you know, another phone app, we don't need more apps and blah, blah, blah. But we're consolidating a bunch of apps together in theory. And it's, it's very new and, you know, picking up traction. Absolutely. But yeah, it's just convenience and excited to get about that convenience. That's awesome. So, so now from a carrier perspective, um, what, I know that there was a lot of challenges because a lot of, um, carriers have a lot of privacy issues. They have a lot of technology issues whenever it comes to branching with outside technology. How has Glovebox been able to bond with the carrier side of the industry to be able to bring the solution out and be able to make it available for agents? Definitely. Yeah. So I'd say half of it is just kind of catching up the independent channel and their technology to the experience of the direct-to-consumer or these cap agent apps. That's half of it. It's it's the foundation. But aside from that, it's very much a help us help you type of situation because we're continuing bringing these carrier app experiences to other audiences that might not have used them previously until this integration with Glovebox. And they're selling more insurance in theory, and they're, you know, connecting with more customers. And it's just this really cohesive nature between everything. It's like this really nice symbiotic relationship. There's not really, you know, this competition or anything. It's just, we're very much working in tandem and and again, I always end these sentences with it's so exciting, but it <laughs> it is really exciting. No, it is. It so. is because it's also very cutting edge, you know, for I think for agencies and for carriers and for you guys to be able to be that bridge into that space um, right. really is 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 a really, really good thing. Um, what types of um, what types of uh, uh, I hate these word. I'm trying to think what type of. Um, reasons, I'm thinking of excuses or challenges, whatever, but what type of reasons do people have that maybe sometimes slow them down to be able to adopt something like Glovebox, like inside the agency? I mean, I know we kind of talked about their challenges with it, but I mean, do do you guys find that the clients are adapting them to it really, really well? Um, I know that there's there's always the yin and yang of communication with your clients, making things available. And then if the client actually uses them, so, or uses that technology, I mean, how, how, once, once people do subscribe to the software, how do they branch that challenge to be able to get the clients to be able to really use it? And what other types of challenges do you see that some agents may just need that little extra help to be able to get over? Right. Yeah. So I'd say that's definitely one of my one of the most common questions I get from agents is in regard to adoption, because it's great to have this platform and it's great in theory to have all these service requests just be non-existent moving forward. But what good is it if no one's using your platform? Mm -hmm. So I always like to explain it as I can buy a TV, but it's not going to do me any good if I don't know how to use my remote. Right. So 
half of that, we really just try and build the platform to be so insanely easy to use that there shouldn't be trepidation as it relates to adoption. But the other half is just really up to the agency and what they're currently doing, what their current communication looks like with their clients. Do your clients expect emails from you? Do your clients expect technology from you? Is this something your clients are asking for? Um, Another big area of hesitation is well, my customer demographic is very old. Everyone mm. walks into my office to get everything done. No one wants to use this technology, but I think that's just very assumptive, um, you know, as far as what people actually want. I think they're so used to coming in and they're so used to calling and they don't know that there's an alternative. So therefore the, the assumption is that, well, they're coming in for everything. So they're not going to use technology. And, you know, the other great thing about Glovebox is that it's technology when you need it, but human when you want it, because the option still stands for clients to use the platform in tandem with a phone call or in tandem with an in-person visit. So I think it's just another way to kind of diversify your service offering and give your customers another reason to stick to your agency. I always say that anything you could do to make your agency really sticky and technology is definitely a good first effort at that. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit NBS Brokerage dot com cast certified yeah no absolutely and i think too one of the things i found is that anybody i'm going to say 55 to 60 and below Mm -hmm. really will love i think that technology option when we talk about an older clientele but then i would say probably I'm going to say almost like 65 or 70, really, depending on the person, because there's a lot of 60 year olds. My husband's older than me, my uh, older than me, and he's in that range. He's very technological. He would download it. He would be fine with it. Um, But I know a lot of people wouldn't necessarily. And as they get older, it becomes more challenging. But I do think that with that, people like the convenience of 24 hours a day, being able to get what they want, what they need, rather than having to wait until the agency's open or, you know, whatever. And I think that that is another big draw for that age range. And the key is, is that those 45 and 55 year old people to 60 are also going to be in the next five to 10 years, they're going to be the ones who after they adopt it, that they will make sure that they stay with your agency and that they want it and so forth. So we're going to see that that technology um, adverse, the people who don't really want to be able to develop that technology, we're going to see that population diminish um, very quickly. You know, maybe they're not, um, you know, drivers, you know, they, they stop driving, whatever the situation may be, but we're going to see that, that, that end of our book diminish at some point too. So we need to always make sure we're always adding on the younger, more, um, more technology able type clients. Mm -hmm. Plus then that way we can train them to be a little bit um, more app based to be able to get what they need on there. So do you, you guys have the ability to communicate with the agency from the app? Is that an option like email, 
text message the agency chat whatever i don't know what what you guys have had i've looked at glove box it's been probably about two years since i've looked at it so i need to do it again um yeah. i went through an agency acquisition and i wanted to put it off till i kind of got my feet wet with everything but tell me a little bit about that what 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 do y'all do from the app that encourages the relationship with the agency? Right. So, you know, the carrier connections are amazing and they're awesome to have, but we want the focus to remain on the agency. So with that, you know, I always explain that there's so many agencies I have where their client center or their client service tab is just all of the different carrier contacts. And it's very common, but every time I go to travelers.com or progressive.com or whatever carrier, every single time, the first piece of marketing I'm hit with switch to online and save 14% or find a new agent. So we want to put the carriers give customers access to the carriers, but keep the focus on the agency. So that's kind of the first big piece is just minimizing the hijacking of your client's attention to the internet, right? Love that. Love that. I yeah. Mm -hmm. So aside from that, we have all the agency contact living in app. We have two separate sections for service and sales to kind of keep those requests separate. And all of our links as they stand right now are click to call, click to text, click to email. And we try and make the platform very communicative with other systems and very easy to customize or swap out. So if you want to use our quote request, you can use ours. If you prefer yours over ours, we could swap them out. Um, okay. But we're, we're working on right now. So in-app lives our intelligent service chatbot. Um, he's able to synthesize service requests, package them in a neat little bow and email them to the service team. Let them know Mary at 11.59 p.m. on a Saturday wants to add a driver, hit her up on Monday. Um, he will be replaced at the end of the quarter. Um, we're piloting out our first ever in-app messaging system. So it's, it's another effort at streamlining that and keeping the focus on the agency with that readily accessible type of live chat experience. Because a lot of agency sites, they'll have a little chat widget in the bottom yep. right-hand corner. And I think people know? are getting used to that too, right? Exactly. Especially mm -hmm. off hours, you know, to be able to kind of yes. talk to people. And I mean, I would honestly, I'd rather chat with somebody online than make a phone call just because I'm busy. I, I can do five or six other things while I'm doing the chat, you yes. know, and not slow down from the other stuff. Whereas if I'm on the phone, it's just different. You know, I mean, I've got to be a little bit more focused and it allows me to, I don't know, just keep that momentum going in my day. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same exact way. You know, I've gotten into so many arguments with the phone bots. It's like press one to be connected to yep. this person. Oh, press two for this. And then at the end of the day, you don't get connected. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Exactly. So with that, you know, we, we just like to give both options. You can go click and call them. You can click to text them or you can talk to our chat bot and you're essentially accomplishing the same purpose by your own means through your own, you know, schedule, which is very nice to have. And I also think it's just kind of the expectation at this point in mm -hmm. time of everything being so digitized and direct access, immediate access. So we're, we're really trying to implement that type of process for, for this more manual type of service and legacy-based systems and coming in office. It's like, well, why not both? Best of both yep. worlds, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I absolutely love it. Now, um, also tell me a little bit about where you guys see yourselves expanding in the future. We've talked about that where you guys are already moving into that chat bot 
you know, feature and trying to be able to develop a few more technologies with that. But what else do you guys see coming down the glove box uh, pike to be able to bring more value directly to the app as far as um, anything? I mean, what all do y'all work on? Because technology is always one of those things that's got to keep moving, right? It's got to keep going. It's got to keep evolving. So I know that there's always with that, those conversations people are working on having, and there's always those new developments that people are working on as well. Definitely. So 2021's focus was making people know Glovebox, having that name be readily accessible in your memory. You know, okay, I've seen Glovebox. I see the marketing. I see the LinkedIn's. I kind of see Glovebox. So 2022's focus is on the client experience platform or the CXP. So again, this kind of new vertical we're trying to champion here as it relates to client facing technology that's streamlined and makes sense. So that's kind of the broad focus for 2022. But right now, we're really just tackling these service requests. We're reducing the service burden. We're freeing up CSR's times and producers' time to focus on revenue generating tasks. That's where we're at. But where we're going is being more fully realized and encompassing all areas of agency operations as it relates to point of sale or post bind or generating new business, referring, quoting. So we have, uh, I'd say, three primary features and uplifts that we're adding to the platform. First of which is that dispatch, that in-app messaging system, two-way document upload, custom push notifications, and a live chat in-app will be piloted at the end of this quarter. So it'll be here before we know it. And that will also come in tandem with commercial. I have so many agencies that are waiting on that release specifically. So that's going to be huge. And then after that, we're revamping our current quote capture feature to an intelligent quote capture. So we're working with our data engines that scrape all of the information that clients spend 20 minutes entering into a type form. We're keeping the attention right on here, and we're hoping to be able to deliver hard and soft rates on that premium to really mirror that direct from internet experience. Um, Aside from that, digital marketplace, I think it's Q3, Q4 towards the end of the year, but that will be how agencies will be able to Amazon Primeify themselves essentially by presenting their entire insurance menu in app and the clients will be able to see what they have, what they don't have, what they could bundle. So we're really trying to evolve to focus still on service, but every other aspect of the business that could very easily be streamlined with the appropriate technology. It's just a matter of making it happen. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I see here too, on y'all's website, you are working with captive and independent. Are y'all working with captive companies as well as independent companies or what, where's, where's your market specifically for this app as far as a lot of that goes? I mean, I know I'm in the independent range, right? So I hear about y'all all the time. What companies are y'all specifically working with? And I know there's probably way too many to be able to, 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 to talk about, but oh, you know, where, what, what companies are y'all working with and where is your focus in the industry? Yeah. So we are built by independent agent owners, the Mathis and bros. Um, so that's, you know, kind of where we start, but we've are now at the point where we're ready to start adding integrations with mutual carriers, captive carriers, et cetera. But who I demo primarily is independent agencies who have been established since, you know, the 1800s or <laughs> freshly right. ex-captive. I know. 
freshly ex-captive agents. I get tons of, oh, I've been a state farm agent for the past 15 years, and now I'm coming into the independent side. And when they've seen the power of that for their clients too. So they don't want to go on the independent side and not be able to offer it. I can totally see that. Mm -hmm. Because that's the same story I get from all of these ex-captives that are you know, venturing into the independent space freshly and it's very green and new to them, but I can synthesize all of those conversations into, I took the tech stack from my carrier for granted. I did not know that everything is so a la carte and I have to do all this vetting and figuring out. And the carrier connections are just such an integral part of the success of these apps and the usability of them. Cause without it, you know, it's a very different experience. It's just very download based. It's all Ivan's data. So they, they venture into the in- independent space and it's kind of like, Oh, wow. Okay. Let's rewind. I have to do a lot more than I thought I did just to set up my technology to be able to begin to operate. Yeah. Um, that's another thing too, is I'll have some agencies who are still like, oh, I don't know that I need an AMS. I was just doing everything through an Excel spreadsheet. So technology in the independent space just has a lot of catching up to do, but it's picking up speed very quickly. And it's, yeah, you know, it really is. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what, Nicole, if people want to reach out to you, if people want to talk about Glovebox, if people want to talk about this technology, how do they reach out to you and how do they connect with you specifically? Definitely. So my email is pretty simple. It's just Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E at gloveboxapp.com. That's the best way. And aside from that, I'm very active on LinkedIn. I'm the only Nicole Mirich in the world. So I'm very easy to find on LinkedIn. Um, But aside (laughs) from that, really just uh, check out our website. You You can request a demo from there. Aside from that, the best way to reach me is just sending me an email and I can get you demoed one on one knock it out pretty quickly and, and get you excited about the platform. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Talking to us about oh. Lovebox, about technology and the insurance space, and really that mental and emotional shift that I think is really taking off, like you mentioned, in the insurance space. We, we've had a little bit of an older focus as far as people in the insurance space for a while. I think we're seeing a lot of new blood kind of coming in, becoming very proactive about customizing and bringing those tools like Glovebox directly mm-hmm. to their clients. And I'm excited that you guys are a good part of that. And I hear wonderful things about y'all all over the place. And as soon as my clients are all settled, it's definitely on my list of things to get done as well. So I appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Well, you know where to find me when the time comes. I like <laughs> but- it. I will definitely do that. Yes. I love it. Well, everybody, this has been Nicole with Lovebox. So do make sure you look her up if you have any questions about the amazing platform that is Lovebox. And also, if you want to be able to check out their awesome and amazing technology, do make sure that you just go to gloveboxapp.com so that there you can check them out. You can also be able to explore their solution a little bit more there with a lot of their different options. And I know they also do have a podcast that they also promote and work with. And that is, tell us the name of it real quick, Nicole. It's the Cease and Desist podcast hosted by the Simbros and Sean. So that is definitely a great one to check out. They uh, just did, um, oh man, who did they just have? They had Jason Cass on in most recent events. That was a very good episode. So awesome. 
Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. Everybody, make sure you look them up. Join us every single Wednesday for another amazing episode with another amazing woman in the insurance space where we are making a difference to be able to promote women and the different aspects that we can serve in the insurance community. Everybody, have a great week.